you been fucked all that shit. You got her dumb ass smoke. Of course you do. <coughs> I'm gonna use Chicago Richardson in this entire situation to expose black culture. We talk about Anton say black culture is trash. He say, hey, go bring it up. Um, he said that black culture is tragic. He said that everything that that niggas champion is trash. And, and people get upset with that. Shikari, the whole Shikari Richardson thing is why it's trash, bro. Because I, I figured it out yesterday and then I got some more. I got some more revelation this morning. Right again, that's why I love listening to the start of this shit while I'm working out. Because it's a different, you know, it's not music. Yeah, you, know, you when you get when you working out with the music, you you just kind of vibe into the beat and you don't even know you're not concentrating on what you're doing. But when you listen to to something spiritual, it's, it's a different thing. Um. So that culture has three. It's, it's the three E's of black culture. The three evils of black culture that. People don't understand that black people don't understand not because they've been around it too long. But black culture can be encapsulated with three E's. Right? It's exaggeration, escapism, and excuses. Exaggeration, escapism, and excuses. Right? And we can talk about Shakari Richardson in those three things, and then in a, so Michael, we're gonna talk about Shakari Richardson. And Mac when we were talking about all of black culture. Exaggeration. Niggas only care about the image that they portray. Being the only culture that gives a fuck about image. Not optics per se, but image. We give a fuck about swag and style. We just we care about that type of shit. Which is why you, you see, you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce that made history because she the first black woman to wear a Tiffany diamond. Or the Tiffany diamond. Who cares? And that's why when you ask black people what do they bring to the table, they're talking about fashion. Because these niggas only care about the image that they portray. These niggas care about lying to themselves and lying to each other on social media like they doing big shit. They care about that. So what did Shikari do? She debuting the, the hair and the nails. And, and you know, and she perpetrating on how she's gonna do all this, that, and the third when she get back out there. Because she took, you know, she had the Nicki Minaj fan in the background. I took some time off to, to to take a break, but now I'm back, bitches. That's what you said. That's what you said, bro. So you said that, and then you went up there and you got smoked. And what happened? She got dragged on Twitter. But I would, I would submit to you that she, that they wasn't dragging her, that they was trolling her. Mm-hmm. And like that's the part when I say that they didn't die in her shit. They was doing that shit because, again, exaggeration. They exaggerated how big of a story it was. Again, I watched all the sports shows. Monday and Tuesday, Chicago Richardson was mentioned once. ESPN, Fox, Fox Sports, none of the major shows was talking about Chicago Richardson. 
But she was, you know, I bet you she was trending on Twitter. And she was in her last. I bet you she was trending because people were, they were, they were doing the gifts. Or the gifs or however you say it. They were, they was doing, they, they were, they was mocking her. They were making fun of her. They were ridiculing her. They wasn't diving in her shit so that she can do better. That's different. See, it's different when you're trolling somebody and you saying, oh, you talk all that shit and you got smoke. But what y'all should have did was y'all should have ignored her. Sometimes the best thing you can do for black people for supporting your culture is ignoring the shit. To say, bro, nobody cares. Again, you made all that noise about Kanye selling out the selling out the Mercedes-Benz Stadium twice, I think, at a listening party, and no album has come out. No album has come out. But we care about the image and the exaggeration and the opulence of the show more than the substance. That's what Shakari Richardson is, and that's what black culture is. Right? We put in, we put a hundred on here. Right? We care about the exaggeration and how you say certain things and not the substance. Right? Because if we're being honest, this is this how I know it's exaggeration. Every rapper that raps about killing somebody, selling drugs, anything of the sort, is either lying or they or they snitching on themselves. They're either lying or they're snitching on themselves. If you're rapping about your life in the song and you're telling me that you sold drugs, you're either lying or you're snitching on yourself. That's exaggeration to the fullest. But y'all care about the beat and, and, and how you put the bow on it other than the substance. Yeah, like we said, bro, drill music is real. I don't believe that them niggas is lying when they saying they call a body. So you would rather you would rather portray music and, and, and come out as your culture about killing niggas and then but y'all mad when white people say, well, why y'all kill some why y'all kill each other like that? Mm-hmm. Exaggeration over the substance. It's the first evil. The first evil of black culture. Second evil is escapism. Black culture is built on escaping from real life. When you talk about black culture, what is black culture? The music. Mm-hmm. Right? The, the, the turn-ups. The going, going to the clubs. All of that shit. The, the fashion, the arts, and all of that. It's all meant to escape. And they're all built as temporary escapes from your real life. That's what it all is. Right? And so when people say they ain't feeling and you ask these artists why they do music, you say, man, I just wanna I just wanna give people a, a temporary escape from their life with people going through shit out there. And I'm gonna give them an escape from that. Right? When we talk about and we can we can take it out of music, we can go to the the political world, we can go to the, you know, the intellectual world, we're always talking about escaping slavery, escaping Jim Crow, and it's all built on escape, so Shakari Richardson, what did you do when you lost? You tried to escape, you tried to escape responsibility, you didn't go up there and say, I just didn't perform, you said, well, I'm the same class as one whatever. Y'all keep talking shit if y'all want to. 
Now I'm not going to do it. You basically did what the rest of did. I'm a champion in that life. That's dumb shit. And then you withdrew, you withdrew from the 200. If you had an opportunity to redeem yourself from the 200, you withdrew from it. You escaped from the pressure. So you can talk all this shit and you can exaggerate who you are. But then when the pressure comes, you're going to run away. Again, not even going to shake the girl hand that just been the second fastest time ever. But that's what that's what niggas do. Niggas escape responsibility. That's why when you talk about critical race theory, the only race that they don't criticize is black people. Because it can't be your fault. It can't be. No matter how many black people succeed, it's never black people's fault that they're not succeeding. Because they won't take responsibility for nothing. Right? You don't want to talk about what that what that what that what that dumb what that dumb girl say on um, on the piece when, when they got mad at Anton for for, for saying black culture is trash. You were saying, well, you can't say that in public. Why not? Because you escaping the criticism. You escaping the criticism because you don't want to get you don't want to talk you don't want to get taught like that in public because then that gives apparently that gives other people of other races the right to do it too. They already doing it. They're already doing it, bro. So you got you got exaggeration, people posturing, people lying about what they doing, people lying about who they are, they're lying about the message they living. They're exaggerating their power. Right? Again, black people got all this purchasing power, you know, I ain't got no wealth. You telling me you got a trillion dollars in purchasing power, but you don't have any wealth. And somebody wondering, if y'all got the wealth and y'all not using it correctly, or the black dollar not worth shit. I tend to think the latter. So you exaggerating about how powerful your vote is. Your vote is not powerful. Only 13% of the population. And you keep, if you pro immigration, you're going to be less than a percentage of the population. So your vote is not going to be that powerful. Right? Like, your, your contribution to black people left society, you know, we might get mad on Sundays because they're not playing football. Uh-huh. You know, we might, we might lose a couple of medals in the Olympics. But what really shake shit? Not black people. But you refuse to believe that because you try to escape real life. Y'all niggas try to escape reality. Y'all niggas have distorted reality to the point of I can't do nothing. It leads me to the third evil. Third evil. Excuses. The first tweet that I saw from somebody when we talked about Shakar Richard uh, coming to last place was well, of course she wasn't going to be in. Of course she wasn't going to be in, in peak form. Why not? Why would she not be in peak form? And if she's in peak, if she's not in peak form, why make the video that you back, bitches? If you're not in peak form. Again, it, it's, it's people defending her that's saying, <coughs> I saw another tweet that said, um, you know, yeah, she came in last place, but everybody was watching. That old man for the sport? Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't make excuses for her. 
Let me talk about Kamala Harris. Let's get her into the mix too. Again, that 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 professor from Florida was saying, well, the reason why her approval rate is so low is because they put all this shit on her plate and they set her up to fail. Of course, she being set up to fail. Of course, she is. No, you making excuses for her. That's what you're doing. Because if that if that is to be true, right, who is Joe Biden taking? Joe Biden, if, if I'm not mistaken, was vice president under Obama for eight years. So can we go back and say that everything that Obama did was really put on Joe Biden's plate, and Obama really wasn't doing shit? If we're gonna take the logic all the way out. Why are you making excuses for her? She not getting the job done. Her optics are terrible. But instead of instead of saying, you know what, no more excuses. As a community, we some bitches because we're not putting in the work. The educational gap between black people and every other race is completely within our control. We can control niggas not killing each other. But you don't. Y'all just gonna say excuses, excuses, excuses. Right? I was listening to another thing. They were trying to come back. They were trying to push back on Anton. He said, this guy said, well, this culture ain't really even ours. Yeah. It ain't even really, it's not even really ours because he, <laughs> what did he, say? he said, because we was brought over here and, it, and the culture kind of, you know, it was just kind of forced upon us. Now you making excuses because you love fried chicken. You love collard greens. You love macaroni and cheese. Go back and look at your history, bro. That was slave food that y'all niggas turned into soul food. Many people didn't say that was soul food. Y'all niggas made that shit soul food. Y'all niggas took the word nigga and quote unquote flipped it into a term of endearment. Right, people ain't do that. Y'all niggas did that. So now you won't even own your shit. You won't even say, yo, yeah, this is our culture. And something is wrong with it and we need to fix it. But you don't want to fix it publicly. You want to go, go around the back and hide behind closed doors. And make sure everybody feels good before y'all talk about what you need to do. Then y'all don't never do shit. But then, you know, again, Shakari Richardson, same thing. The moment she get in there and she moves, what she do? Oh, I was I was fantastic in the race. I felt good about my performance. Huh? You just finished in last. Like, fuck the video. You finished in last place. You should never feel good about finishing in last. But this oh, because she's a black woman alone. We can't we can't really dive in her shit. So you gotta build an excuse. Same thing with Simone Biles. If she the goat, and everybody when everybody praising her, she all she ain't got she ain't got the twisties. She ain't got the fucking twisties when everybody saying how great she is. But the moment people say, oh, she's not quite, she's not quite there. Now all of a sudden she don't know how to flip no more. But y'all won't y'all just call it mental health. 
Y'all just call it Black Lives Matter. Y'all just call it systemic racism. All that shit is excuses. And, you know, maybe, maybe it's the spiritual shit in me, or maybe it's weather. I know that I got to give an account to my maker for what I've done on this earth. I can't give excuses to the person that knows everything. And I wonder when niggas get behind closed doors and they really look at themselves in the mirror. And then, you know, that's an exercise that I've, I've done before. And I challenge every nigga that's hearing this to do it. Just go sit by yourself for an hour. No TV, no phone, no social media, nobody else. You can unplug everything in your house. And just sit by yourself for an hour and just notice what comes up. And I tell you, you to meditate. You ain't got to sit there with your eyes closed on like that. But just sit there. Because I guarantee you, if you're not where you want to be in life, you're gonna, it's going to come up. Like, damn, bro, I, I'm not doing what I need to do. I'm not doing what I need to do. Because when you around other niggas and you get around niggas in your culture, especially black people, we build in excuses for ourselves. So when people sit, so then, you know, if we're talking about psychological, if I'm a psychologist and I'm diagnosing the black culture, I'm diagnosing it with two things. I'm diagnosing, it, I'm diagnosing you niggas with learned helplessness and I'm diagnosing you niggas with separation and anxiety. Learned helplessness. It is now you've been around, you've been told for so long that you're not supposed to do something because of racism, because you're black in America, because you're, you know, I'm watching Liz Weaver and, you know, old video. And, you know, she asked a question to, she was on a panel, she asked a question to this woman of color, I think she's black or she may be black, this with Latino or something like that. And she said something to me. She asked the question of, um, she said, I forget, I forget the, the stats that she used. But she basically, the question was, why do y'all talk about, she said, there, there are very few true voices in America, but y'all want to focus on that rather than the, you know, however many hundreds of, of black babies that get aborted every day. She said, why don't y'all focus on the, the number of black babies getting aborted every day? And the, the lady, the lady responded with, again, she came to a crowd full of black women, a crowd full of, you know, again, because of course you're a conservative, you gotta go on the road. They don't get no home games. Nah. And she said, her, her retort was, like, like y'all was on care about them if they was born anyway. And Liz Weaver was like, wait, that's your comeback? Mm -hmm. That's your comeback. To say that they would, they would probably be better off being aborted than living in this world just because they're black. Now, you're a black lady, whoever this lady is, and you sitting up there talking about it. So, how much, how much racism did you really face if you sitting where you want to sit? And it's just like, we've been taught that if you're a black in America, or if you're a person of color, that you're automatically destined to be less than. That's what learned helplessness is. And then I say separation anxiety. 
because the same reason black people refuse to separate themselves with their culture. <coughs> and they're, they're so afraid that their culture may be wrong and their culture may be adding and enhancing the issues that, that you claim to exist, but you won't separate from them. Again, if, if you're saying that music is so powerful, why would you want to listen to music? Why would you want to listen to drill music? Why would you want to listen to that? This music is so powerful. Why would you want? Again, when you when you just look at quote unquote black Twitter, it's a cesspool. All these niggas talking about is sex, eating pussy. What so and so doing? What the celebrities are doing? What the fuck are they doing? But you're so unwilling to separate from your culture. You're so willing. You're so unwilling to separate yourself and go in a dark room somewhere. Because that's what we should have been telling Shakari Richardson. You shouldn't have been making fun of her for coming in the last place. You just should have said, "Bro, go sit down for a minute." Because whatever the fuck is going on in your head right now, it's not it's not working. It's not working. Because the style only works until you come up against some niggas what's up. And then style loses every time. So while she may have gotten dragged for coming in last place and getting marked out, because that's what I call it, they came on your turf in the stadium that made you a star and they smoked you. All three of them. All three of them smoking. All eight of them. Right, eight of them. I'm sure you're talking about the, the three Jamaicans. They came on your, because that's who you was talking to when you were saying you were back. You wasn't talking to whoever came in fifth, six, and seven. You was talking to them three. And then they said, bro, y'all thought it was going to be different. Like, I'm offended that you even asking me that she, you thought she was going to, she ain't been in here yet. We in the lines then because them girls probably train together. So every day they going up against a killer. Who you going up against, Shikari? You're not going with that. So you got to get back in there. So everybody that trolled her and they were, you know, making fun of her and, and she was she was the donkey of the day. You know, not not you, the little donkey of the day, but she was, you know, she was the butt of everybody dudes. We should have been telling her, bro, look, we're not, we're not buying none of the Nike shit that you promote. We're not buying the beats. We're not doing anything that's going to help you until you get back in there. Until you get back in the dark room. Because that's, that's how you support black businesses. You don't support black businesses by buying, by buying their products. You support black businesses by telling them that they're trash. And saying, bro, you're not good enough. Removing the excuses, eliminating their ability to escape, and punching holes in the exaggeration. You want to face black culture, you do those three things, and you force niggas to come into contact with themselves. Because now, again, because everybody was black girl power, you know, Jacari Richardson, look at the hair, look at the nails, look at the style. Meanwhile, the thing Mo, three years younger, one more gold medal, 
best time in the world in the 800. That looked like the future of American track and field. That's Shakari Richardson. But did anybody say anything about that thing, though? Of course not, because her hair color is the same as it's always been since she was born. I don't even know if a thing more got fingernails. Like, I'm sure she does, but like, I don't know what color they are. I don't care what color they are. I just know that when she went two miles around the track, she heard the distance between first and second is the same between second and sixth. She's dominant. But y'all want to, of course y'all want why, why, why would we care about that? Because there's no style with that. There's no swag with that. And that's, that's the part of the culture that's trash. And because the entire culture is built around a style and a swagger, and it's not built on the fundamentals of black culture, which if you want to go back to slavery, a toughness, a grit, a resilience, people that's not going to stand for it and they're going to actually do some shit. Right? Like, those are the fundamentals of, of, of what you would call black culture. That shit is lost. Y'all niggas ain't really finna do nothing. Y'all not finna do nothing, bro. That's how Candace Owens can become popular. There should be a million Candace Owens out there. But all she do is go on the radio and say, well, y'all not finna do shit. I was listening to the debate. I don't know if you, if you finished it. Mm-hmm. Between Liz Wheeler and whoever about, about um, vaccine. And they brought up even Kendrick. They brought him up. And Liz Wheeler said something to the fact that, like, I don't know if you're going to, you know, if they were talking about the discrepancy in who's vaccinated and who's not. Like, the portrayal that there's Trump voters and these Trump white Republicans are the ones not getting vaccinated. And in reality, Niggas is not getting vaccinated. The lowest vaccination rates are among African Americans and Latinos, not white people. So she asked, she asked the question to the guy that, was, that she was debating against, and she said, "I don't know if you want to be a person to defend like if you have like even Kendi's view where any discrepancy anywhere is racism." And he said, "Bro, I'm not even going. I'm not even going to dignify that." I'm not gonna I'm not gonna defend that worldview at all. That's that's what that's what your culture is when you when you have white people up there debating some real shit. I don't know why you talk about that. What is he talking about? Well hmm. like he he basically up there and said, I reject the premise of that. Mm-hmm. That's what and, and that's who niggas is following. Like niggas is because what does that, the quote of any disparity anywhere is due to racism, is due to structural systemic racism or something, I'm paraphrasing what he said. Um, but what is that? One, that's an exaggeration. Two, I'm allowing niggas to escape responsibility. And three, I'm building excuses for niggas. Because that shit is comfortable. That's why mediocrity is an addiction. Because when you have those three elements, I don't ever have to do anything because anytime I get, anytime there's a disparity, it has to be racism. And I can't control racism. I'm just not going to do shit. So if you think like that, of course you can't go tell Shakara Richardson to get back in the dark room. Don't train. I don't want to see Shakara Richardson on another commercial. 
Yeah, that's what should have been a Twitter response. Not the, not the jizz and not people trying to be entertainers so they can get retweets and likes to, to expound their image that they're popular or that they're famous or that people give a fuck about what they say. If y'all cared about Shakari Richardson, y'all would have said, well, just go train. I don't want to see you anymore. If you go get a gold medal, then we'll start back supporting But that's our generation that got to do that. Because the previous generation, they kind of did it in 2008. When Barack Obama was president of the primaries, niggas been supporting them. Initially, they said, well, you got to go win Iowa. You got to go win the Iowa caucuses. That's all white people vote. You win there and you show me that white people will fuck with you, then we're going to fuck with you 100%. That's in 2008 when there was no black president. Okay. I'm, I'm watching black culture get, get slowly degraded, slowly to the point where, it's, you know, again, they, it's, it's like we're putting ourselves in a box. And then when people get out of the box and they say, bro, y'all niggas in a box right now. You want to get mad at him instead of going inside yourself and saying, and that nigga right. That nigga Anton is 100% correct. Music does not change shit. Talking about it's the biggest exporter. Fuck out of here. But why are you so. No, I mean, I heard Kendrick say it in the freestyle. Nothing more influential than rap music. False. You fucking lying, bro. Because we still talking about the same problems. So it can't be that influential. But it is when you're building in excuses. Because that's what the, the conscious rap is. You know, look at how hard it is for black people. Look at how hard it is. Look at what we're overcoming to just be average. Mm. We deserve some credit for being average. No, well, you don't. Again, I'm listening to Tim Grover. He trained niggas that was, out, that was, that was not a part of black culture. Michael Jordan was never a part of black culture. He wasn't. Y'all, y'all niggas made the shoes a part of black culture. Y'all niggas were fucking with Michael Jordan. I mean, you're a Republican, but I used to. I'm not, support, I'm not supporting the black. You know, the, the whole point of that was he, there was, there was a black, there was a black guy running for, I think it was Senate in North Carolina. They was asking, they was asking, you know, if Michael Jones going to put his support behind him. He said, I mean, Republican, but I used to. I'm not, I don't do that. I'm not doing, I'm not supporting, I'm not getting into that because I'm a basketball player. And I'm so locked in to being the best at what I do, I'm not concerned about black culture. I'm not concerned about that. I'm only concerned with winning championships. Y'all will determine what part of black culture I fit in. Kobe Bryant, again, probably because Kobe Bryant grew up in Italy. Kobe Bryant ain't never been a part of black culture. He made you fold him in the black culture. But what did he say? What, what's he going to say about these niggas? He said, bro, they, they, they never gave praise for doing something that you were supposed to do. These are great black people showing you how to be great. You do not praise what you're supposed to do. You were supposed to be middle class. I'm not praising a nigga for not being poor. 
you're not supposed to be for. I'm not praising the women for taking care of his kids. They're yours. Who the fuck else gonna take care of? Them? I'm not praising the nigga for having a job. You're supposed to get a job. I only praise niggas who are great. Because when you only praise niggas who are great, it makes the praise that more important. Because again, the study shows positive reinforcement is better than negative reinforcement. Giving somebody some praise for what they do is more likely to repeat the same behavior than telling somebody what they're not doing. What are you talking about? Right, which is, you know, again, that's when they say coaches, you know, you're not supposed to tell a nigga because the brain doesn't understand the word no. The brain, like, there, there's something within the brain that, you know, it, it, it takes a while for the brain to comprehend no. So, you know, the coaches say, you know, so, you know, whatever it is, like I don't know what you're a football person and and you do something, you do something, and you do something wrong. Um, you know, and they say, let's say you're a running back, right? You're, you're a running back, and you fumble, and it's a coach diving in your shit, and the last thing you hear from the coach is, "Don't fumble, don't turn the ball over." Your brain hears "Turn the ball over," and then it hears "Don't" a little bit later. So that's why you gotta praise what the person is doing instead of not, not praising what a nigga is doing. I'm gonna put that. Um, disparaging what a nigga is not doing. But if you all, if you just praise average, all you're doing is be getting more average. Again, white people don't praise average. I would love to, I would love to go to a meeting with the Rothschilds and just sit in there and, and see what they're talking about. Because these niggas started international finance. So the fact that you make that you make, you know, make a few a few million dollars, making eight figures, you're not praising that. You're supposed to do that. You're supposed to be making eight figures. We only praising big shit. So what does that do? That makes you chase big shit. Niggas praising average is gonna make you stay average. That's why black culture is trash. That's why you crowned Shakari Richardson as the next Flojo, and she hadn't won anything because of the hair and the nails. So of course, when she's coming back, she's gonna talk about the hair and the nails. She's not gonna focus on running on the track, getting faster on the track, because what she got praised for was the hair and the nails, her style. So of course, Shakari got smoked. She deserves to be criticized. But black people as a whole deserve the, the same indictment. We gotta stand with her and get indicted with her. Because we we gassed up that bullshit. Same thing with Kaepernick. Again, you don't hear what people talking about Tebow. You don't hear what people talking about Tebow. Because they don't care. It's not even an important story there. Tebow was a story for two days. Chicago reset for zero. Both of them fail. Why people get over it? Ah, yeah, Tebow, whatever. Let just get back to going to space. Just get back to going to space. 